Welcome to another great episode of Smooth Business Growth Podcast, where we share 15 minutes of fast-paced, pure marketing strategies proven to move the needle in your business. So I'm your host and Captain Lindsay Phillips. I am the founder of Smooth Sailing Business Growth, where we help busy entrepreneurs attract and acquire customers faster through powerful and consistent content marketing. In fact, if you go to smoothbusinessgrowth.com at the end of the show, you can download your social media roadmap to help you do just that. So today I'm super thrilled because we're talking about a topic that... Um, it's almost taboo. People don't really talk about it a lot. We're chatting with business, marketing, and storytelling expert and cash flow wizard, Meredith Crawford, who's going to help us take the stress out of managing expenses and share proven ways so we can manage them properly. So let's set sail. Welcome aboard, Meredith. Thank you so much for having me, Lindsay. This is just an exciting topic and I'm delighted to speak with you today. It is a good topic because people don't really talk about it. So why do we hate talking about expenses so much? <laughs> I think it's that it's easy to talk about the money coming in, but when you start to have to look at your spending habits and the money flowing out, then you start to feel like maybe things are a little tight, not as abundant as you had hoped or as you had thought. Mm -hmm. And just the dealing with some of the realities of what it's like to run and operate a business, especially if you're in an area where we're an industry that traditionally has slim margins. That's true. And it's almost like we're in like fear of what we might uncover or like in denial. <laughs> and like, it's amazing how many people don't know like what their bank accounts look like or expenses. That's crazy. So by ignoring it, how does that affect us? By ignoring it, it has a negative effect on us because you can't manage what you don't see. Totally. And then you live in fear. It's like the monster under the bed. If you don't yeah. look underneath the under the bed, monster is still there. So obviously we need to pay attention to our numbers. Um, what is our biggest mistake besides ignoring the whole thing? <laughs> there must the be big, more. The biggest mistake that I see people make and that I made myself when I first took the reins of a multi-million dollar company in was only taking this 30 day view of expenses totally. and cash flow. By pushing it out to at least 90 days, you can see exactly what is coming down the pipe. Right. You can see if you're going to have a large premium due that you pay annually, or if there's emergency expenses, or perhaps some seasonality in your revenue. That's true. Because I know for me, there's like a lull a certain month and part of the summer is a little quieter, but it's like, I still, I don't know. It's like, I have it in my head. I just think monthly, like, you know, what are the expenses? What is the revenue? What are the numbers? I've never really thought about needing to extend that. The wider view that we take of our expenses, the more that we are prepared to deal with what is immediately in front of us. Right. Because then it doesn't, it takes away the fear and it's not, okay, I have to pay this large bill this month. Oh, goodness, next month's just the black abyss. It's yeah. okay, I can pay this bill or maybe I can talk to 
the vendor and see if I can push back the payment date a little bit or break it up into um, the smaller payments and amortize that expense. And so we can take control of our expenses by playing with the factor of time. That's true. And it's who wants surprises, right? In a negative way. Right. Not me. But also who wants to wake up at 3 a.m. afraid that they're not going to pay their bills this month? Yes, I'm sure. And especially people that are starting out their business, there's many that it's to the wire. So yeah, planning is huge. What other mistakes do we make? Out of control credit card spending. It's easy, especially if you have your business card, just to put all your business expenses loaded on the credit card and forget about it. Keep it out of your bank account. Yeah. But by out-of-control credit card spending, what you do is you increase your variable expenses. So instead of having regular set expenses that you can on and rely on that you're going to have month after yeah. month, what it does is it throws in a wild card. And so you're always having to manage this wild card. That's true. It, and yeah, it's out of sight, out of mind, right? It is. And this is especially important if you have a business where there, you have a co-founder or there's someone else mm. who has control of spending. Oh yeah. And so suddenly it's not just you spending your company's money. It's two or three of you. Spending the money. It can and I'm sure it can easily get out of control. It can. And it can very much become the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing. Right, right. And so you had thought you had a one thousand dollar credit card bill coming up, but in reality it might be four thousand or five thousand. And that's just a really unpleasant surprise that and stress inducer that quite frankly could have been avoided. Oh god, absolutely. So I know like Obviously, everyone has expenses, but is there like a sweet spot of like, okay, you know, so much percent of your revenue coming in should be expenses, so much should be marketing? Like, are there any golden rules? Great question. There are a couple golden rules, but in terms of what you should expect your profit margin to be, mm -hmm. that varies so much industry to industry. Right that you can't say just because you're a small business, you should have a 40% profit margin because quite frankly, it doesn't work like that. Right. The golden rules though are for your debt to equity, keeping that at a 0.4 or below. For those of you recent homeowners, you should be familiar with this because your income yeah. um, and your debt should not be your debt should not be greater than 43% of your income gotcha. if you want to apply for a mortgage. And so for a small business or a startup, you're trying to keep it at that 0.4 oh, okay. mark. So here's a question. So when we yeah. want to you know, we always think, oh, we need more revenue. We need more revenue. Like, should it be good to analyze your expenses every now and then? Like, what would that even look like? Like, do you, is that something I'm, that we should be doing? Absolutely. And depending on your business, you might want to look at it daily. 
Ooh. I did. Yeah. With only looking at your revenue. So from an accounting perspective, you have two sides of the equation. You have your mm -hmm. debits and you have your credits. Yeah. And most of the time, people only pay attention to what's flowing into the organization and not flowing out of the organization. Right. But you really have to keep that balance in mind between the debits and the credits, between your income and your expenses. Because, I mean, it, it, it takes a dig out of your profit margin. It does. Runaway expenses are absolutely dig into your profit margin. And they can be the difference between you taking a salary one month and you not taking mm. your salary the next month. That's true. And so tell us about that B word that we hate and that is budget. Do you have tips on how we should set a budget or if we should or? I have a love hate relationship with budgets. <laughs> Good. So do I. <laughs> so I'm just going to say that and get it out of the way. All right. Budgets are helpful. However, Budgets are not the end-all be-all of your business okay. and your cash flow. Budgets are good to give you a rule of thumb and for you to see at a glance mm -hmm. what you can do, what your anticipated revenue is, what your anticipated expenses are, where that money is going to flow in your organization, whether it's going to be marketing. Mm -hmm. If you want to grow your company, it's wise to have about a 20% um, marketing budget. So 20% of your revenue should go to marketing. Okay. That's if you want to grow, if you just are in a maintenance mode, then you can scale back a little bit. Gotcha. So are there different budgets for different times of your business or different stages, like a startup versus someone that's already making a million dollars a year or like it, it, does it vary for different people or is there like a set rule, I guess? I would say how your money is allocated varies depending on the stage your business. Yeah. For a new business, most of it's going to be allocated towards growth, so your marketing and sales. If you're in a mature business, you can shift away from marketing. Maybe you have more in operations or employee expenses. Or maybe at that point, you find that you have extra money on hand and so you want to actively go out and grow your business yeah and develop it that makes sense so where does financial like that risk like i i know we kind of talked off air a little bit beforehand and you were talking about financial risk but i mean what does even that really mean financial risk is and risk management is identifying areas in your company that open you up to risk. So you've heard of the Prado rule 80-20, where 80% of your revenue comes from 20% of your customers. Yes. Well, sometimes that rule can even be shifted even further. So you might have one ginormous customer who's responsible for 50% of your income or right. even 90%. That is an area of risk. That makes sense. Where if something were to happen to that customer, uh, maybe they go bankrupt, maybe they just, their preferences change. And so you're suddenly out of the picture, then you've lost 50 to 90% of your revenue. That's a scary thought. Which is a very scary thought for most small business owners. 
So one way to manage that risk is to build a broader customer base. Mm. And so instead of having one big customer that you depend on, um, going for quantity where you might not have that this large of account, but you can make it up maybe in 20 with 20 or 30 smaller clients. Awesome. Is there any financial risk tips that we could use when it comes to expenses? One is don't over leverage. We talked about controlling credit card spending right? and it can be easy as a small business owner, or if you're just starting a business to go out and just take increasing amounts of debt. Right. Um, and you can do that through the credit cards. You can do it through actual bank loans. You can do it through your friends and family, but keeping an eye on that debt so you don't over leverage yourself. That makes sense. It's funny. You almost get two sides of the spectrum with people. Some people that like fear investing in their business so they don't sink money into anything. And then that's no good either. <laughs> and then there's people that like invest too much. And then it's like, you know, right. they're joined like 50 million masterminds. And I'm like, holy Hannah, I can't imagine the expense. So yeah, it's finding that balance, I guess. And that's just it is that is balance. It's not that investing in your business is bad because you have yeah. to invest in your business. You have to invest in your marketing, but at the same time, you have to be mindful um, of where your debt is and how much debt you're actually, you're getting yourself into, yeah. especially if you have a business that is, has been up and running for a few years and you're taking on more and more debt. Another thing is not having a savings account. You should have a savings account separate from your operations account. And even during the lean times of your business or the hard times in your business, even just being able to save 20 bucks because 20 bucks accumulates. Yeah, totally. It all adds up. And what I tell my clients is that that savings account, when your business starts to hit hard times, becomes your marketing budget. Mm, smart. And so, and that's when you want to dip into that savings account is yeah. when you've hit the hard times, when you need a little extra cash influx to um, keep up with your marketing or to develop your business and go out and um, buy another venture or expand what you're able to offer your clients. Yeah. That makes sense. So what is just, uh, we're kind of wrapping up here, but what yeah. are some uh, tip or two that you can share today so that people can be proactive? First, really sitting down and looking at what your current expenses are. Make a list yeah. of your expenses, make a list of what areas of your business, those expenses are occurring in. Mm. So what, what category you, they're in, you mean? Like whether they're marketing or operating or? Absolutely. Marketing or operating. But if you do, if you have two products that you sell, look at them uh, also in terms of what product, what expenses go with which product or which service. Gotcha. That makes sense. Because I them, guess, I guess some, like for instance, some products wouldn't be as profit generating as some others. So why you'd need to make some changes, right? Right. And for those of us who are in marketing and have marketing businesses, the expenses that you have to sink to create a website for a client is different than the expenses you have to sink to create a social media calendar 
and content for your client. Totally. Yeah, that's smart. And it's, it's funny because people think about their business as a whole, but you're saying kind of looking at it in pockets, like, okay, here's this product, this service, which one of them individually has different expenses, their profits, their revenue. Right. That's smart. And a lot of people, yeah, don't think that way. No, they don't. But when you start to tease apart those areas and you yeah. start to say, okay, social media management and content creation costs X amount to operate and we're seeing X amount of return yeah. from our marketing versus website development, which we have to pay our employees you know, yeah. a much higher rate and the return we're seeing may or may not um, be as great of an ROI. I as yeah social media it's totally. when you can start then, to yeah. make informed business decisions Perfect. that's exactly right because I was just thinking that it it would change your mind then I guess on what you would market more heavily on thus which one had more ROI right so the numbers really do affect more than just your pocketbook right and when you start to lay everything out and look at it then you can also, it takes away the fear yeah. and you can start to act proactively. You're no yeah. longer reacting. You can take control and step up into that. That's true. Awesome. You have given us some great tips. Now I know you have more tips, um, <clears throat> some uh, different ways to manage your expenses. Can you share what that is and how the listeners can find it? I do. I have an ebook that's 27 of my favorite proven expense management tips. And you can find it by going to my website, meredithcrawford.biz slash freebie. That's F-R-E-E-B-I-E. Perfect. I mean, who doesn't want more than, you know, I would love 27 ways to manage my expenses and make more money. <laughs> it just seems like a no brainer. Awesome. And how can people find you in general, Meredith, so that they can check out, you know, what you do and how you can help them um, make more money? LinkedIn is the best way to connect with me. Oh, awesome. And my LinkedIn profile is just LinkedIn slash in slash Meredith Crawford, M-E-R-E-D-I-T-H Crawford one. And I post content there regularly. Awesome. Perfect. Well, thanks for joining. I know this 15-minute cruise through the needle in your business has come to an end. It goes by fast. Thank you again, Meredith, for your wicked, awesome business tips. Well, thank you, Lindsay. Fabulous. So folks, if you are looking to achieve faster growth through blogs, videos, podcasting, social media, and email marketing, look no further than smoothbusinessgrowth.com. So have a profitable and productive week, and may the winds always be at your back. 